Talking about the outrage over vaccines, listen to this text. The great almighty doctor said yesterday that even those of us that have been vaccinated can't get together. Well, what's the point? Sunday, we're having a barbecue for all the neighbors who were vaccinated. Am I infringing on human rights? Yes. I didn't go stand in line and then listen to hypocrisy and then get poked for nothing. I'll be breaking the law so they can come and get me. People are mad. People are frustrated. There's no doubt about it. 780-496-0063 in Edmonton, 403-974-8255 in Calgary. Now, just how far can this go? Well, we're getting some pretty clear examples of just how far it can go. We've seen in Edmonton um, the incident at Grace Life Church on Sunday, uh, the follow-up demonstration at the legislature on Monday, um, and those pale in comparison to what we're seeing in other parts of Canada, believe it or not. Quebec dealing with uh, far more stringent restrictions than we are. Lockdowns, curfews, the whole thing. And they've had some far more destructive and violent protests of those restrictions uh, this week, as a matter of fact. Joining us now, we have Braden Jager Haynes, who is a reporter with Global News in Montreal. Braden, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. Good morning in Edmonton. Good afternoon in Montreal. Um, yeah, uh, before we get to the unrest, first of all, give us an update on what the situation is in Quebec. What restrictions are in place that have people so upset? Well, currently we've been having a, a curfew in place since January. This is a public health order that is the only one in Canada. And it's actually started off at 8 o'clock and people would have to be in their homes. The only res- things that you can do is essentially you can de- take a walk around your block if in a one kilometer perimeter. Or if you have a dog, you can go about that same thing. But everybody is supposed to be in their homes at that time. And it was actually pushed back when the sunlight came out at 8 o'clock. It's still bright out here and people are angry. So it got pushed to 9.30, but things got worse in terms of these variants. We have now officially in our third wave, and so the government brought it back down to 8 o'clock, but only for certain regions that are in our red zones, as we call them. So Montreal and Laval, well, they are under an 8 o'clock curfew, and many people say that's restricting their freedom, and they aren't happy with it, as they've been putting it up with it for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in addition to the curfew, I imagine there are other restrictions. Are kids in school? Are businesses allowed to operate? Are restaurants open? Probably not, right? When it comes, yeah, restaurants haven't been open for some time, what feels like forever for a lot of the restaurant owners. I mean, when it comes to schools, we had a bit of a flip-flopping situation. Yo-yoing is common in these times, and students were in school, then they were taken out of school doing an online learning. That was brought back to now what we have is currently... Grades from, I guess it would be grade 9 to grade 11 or 12, as you guys would call it, they are currently going to be doing school only half the time. So half the week Hmm. is in school and half of it will be online. When it comes to elementary schools, well, they are full-time in class, but they'll have to be wearing masks at all time for both those high school and, of course, in elementary school. Okay, now the opposition boiled over this weekend. Sunday night, tell us what happened in old Montreal. Yeah, it was a quite a significant uh, protest, just to say the least. I mean, Montreal has its fair share of protests, but these ones were very significant when it comes to destruction, actually. We had our curfew come back to 8 o'clock for the Montreal region, and that was happening on Sunday. Now, there was a protest that started off pretty peacefully, in a sense that demonstrators were in Montreal's old port, showing that they were defined to the curfew. But things erupted when fireworks started going off. Then crowds started revving their engines rolling through the streets very loudly and then of course fires started being lit in trash cans a lot of the public property in that area this is the famous montreal cobblestone old port of montreal and that was starting to get 
trash that was, I think I counted 14 trash bins. Those recycle bins completely lit and melted down to char uh, remains in the morning. And storefronts, uh, th dozens of them. I, I lost count after 12 that had their windows completely shattered. People using street signs to break the windows. And, and that led to several tickets being put out and arrests being made on the first night. But that was the worst on Sunday. It's continued on actually on Monday night, another that dozens of arrests being made and of course a hundred or so tickets handed out to these what we call rioters or protesters and what we're noticing is that the people that are in these protests are actually the younger groups they are the ones that are the ones defying the curfew not older people they are very much in the age group of from the teens to 30s um, you know, and it's kind of interesting, Braden, and I, I know this point has been made by some of those small business owners who had their, their property damaged. They've gone through enough this year, and now they've had this added on top in the name of trying to help them, I guess? Yeah, that, that was one thing that you saw very much prominent in when you spoke to the, the store owners or the, the restaurant owners that had their glass broken. I spoke to one who's a restaurant and the glass that was shattered entered all of the, the, the cooking ware, all of the cutlery, all of the oil that was there. So everything that the glass touched, well, out of health code, he has to clean all that out. And that ruined his day, essentially. But also, he's only doing takeout because that's the only thing that's allowed. And he says, well, he can't do that for that day. And he also lost several of hundreds of dollars in terms of oil and all that plastics, things that he had to rebuy because he can't just reuse it because of the potential risk in that. And store owners say that they have to buy these windows now that were shattered in the name of breaking this curfew. But at the same time, many of them say that they are not happy with the curfew themselves because that would be time that they could have business open. But at the same time, they're not happy that they got their window yeah. shattered and it's not a, a responsible thing to do. Exactly. Now they have to deal with that on top of it. So we know Sunday was the worst. Monday was another protest. What happened last night? Have police cracked down? Is this all quieting down now? It's it happened again yesterday night, uh, but this one was more of a peaceful protest okay. in a sense. Nothing was broken. Tickets were handed out, but in a sense, it was just a smaller group of people. And that was more in the Quebec region, not in Montreal. And, and, and it was sort of thinking to be a movement up from the younger groups of people, but it actually has been dying down. And that's somewhat of a good thing in a sense, as they have been quite rowdy. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, some violent protests. I really appreciate your time today, Braden. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. That is Braden Jager Haynes, who is a global news reporter in Montreal and was out covering the, uh, well, let's call it what it was. It was a riot on Sunday night, pure and simple, as you heard. Um, dozens of storefronts were smashed in, fires were set, fireworks were set off, uh, police. Uh, ended up arresting a number of people. So it really got out of hand on Sunday night. Monday, they followed it up with another protest, not nearly as extreme as we saw Sunday. And then, as he said last night, pretty peaceful gathering uh, as they continue to express their concern. Now, it's a much different situation in Quebec, as we outlined at the beginning of that discussion. Um, they've got a curfew in place. You know, Ontario has gone to a stay-at-home order in some places. Um, you know, you track our cases and, and our trending, and do we end up there? And if we do, what does our premier do? Um, I don't envy him. It's not a position that I would want to be in because, I mean, that's what he's got in his tool belt, right? And he knows that the backlash would be severe.